0: Learn how to build your faith on God's word and live a life of hundred percent victory, hundred percent of the time, as you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Kunkwa, and expect God's word to work for you. Let's appreciate all the mothers. If you're a mother, please stand. Whether you are a mother or a expecting mother, please stand. Stand, all mothers. As long as you are a married woman, you are already a mother, whether you have given birth or not. And if you have given birth and you're not married yet, so stand, you are a mother too. All mothers, by any way, please stand. Can we appreciate the mothers in the house this morning? God bless you. God bless you. We totally adore you people. We appreciate what you do for this world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. God bless you. Please have your seat. And um, everybody, please don't forget that the all the married men the Kail women are having a big sale to celebrate Mother's Day outside. So this means you go out there and patronize them. It's a way of supporting, um, the ministries and things that they run. So please go there, buy things. Even if you don't like food, you don't like anything they are selling, just buy and give somebody. All right. It's a way of supporting what they are doing. Please don't forget that it will take place after this service. Come on, say with me. I am blessed, not stressed. Say it louder. I am blessed, not stressed. Hallelujah. So we started this series last week blessed and not stressed and we began to establish the fact that miracles are not god's design for christians god didn't design us to live by miracles that's not the plan unfortunately many of us are trying to live by miracles and we are by doing that we are shortchanging ourselves we are we are missing out on what god actually has for us god didn't design us to live by miracles at all He planned that we will live by the blessing. That's why what he did to Adam when he created Adam was to bless him. He empowered him. That's what blessing means. You are supernaturally empowered to prosper, meaning that you are supernaturally empowered for things to work around you. Glory to God. When I say I can never be poor, I know what I'm saying. All right? I can never be poor. It has nothing to do with my account, it has nothing to do with Nigeria's economy. I can never be poor I'm going to talk about that next week And I'll show you from scripture Why you can't, if you're a believer You can't be poor, I mean, it's strange to you It's foreign to you, it can't help, it doesn't matter Oh, I'm going to show you next week Let me not even go into that one today I'll show you next week So, when you are saying you can't be poor, it's not just a positive confession It's coming from an understanding Somebody getting what I'm saying It's coming from what? An understanding You can never be poor Never, never but there some of you, 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 are, you are not poor now, but you are afraid of being poor. You are afraid that things can still go. You need to know what you are building your faith on. Is it built on your account? Is it built on the economy? Last year showed all of us that if you are building on faulty foundation, it can shake. There are things that can happen that can shake the world. Nobody thought the whole world would be shut down for one year. We never thought it possible. Somebody gets what I'm saying. And we don't know what is still ahead. But you see, when you're building on the right thing, it doesn't matter what's coming. What matters is where you're standing. Come on, say, I hear. So God did not plan us to live by miracles, guys. Whenever you're trying to live by miracles, you're shortchanging yourself. And that's what I'm going to endeavor to try and show you today. Because the Bible said, God showed Moses his ways, but he told the children of Israel his acts. DJ, be giving my scriptures. as we go. God showed Moses his ways, but he showed the children of Israel his acts. All right, look at it here. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. When you are still a baby, you are more interested in the acts of God. But when you begin to grow, you begin to learn the ways of God. The ways of God are superior to the acts of God because it is the ways of God that produce the acts of God. Very important. Very important. We'll look at all this as we go on. But I'm just trying to encourage you from this whole series. One of the things you must take away is that we don't follow signs and wonders. Don't be that Christian. That is just your your whole spiritual life is built around getting something from God. And this is what the bulk of Nigerian Christians are. It's so shameful, it's so sad. We have bastardized what prayer means. We have bastardized what communion and fellowship with God means. It's about asking God. We have even bastardized what services are for. God didn't put this whole service together to bless you. That's not what it is. we did, all these things arranged for. All this light, all this microphone, all this. It's just to bless you. You are already blessed. That's not what this is for. Are you here, somebody? So believers don't follow signs and wonders. Signs and wonders follow us. May God help Nigerian Christians. You know, anything that gets to Nigeria, it doesn't uh, remain normal. Have you noticed? Uber was making noise abroad. When they came here, we showed them the way it's to be done. <laughs> we showed them. So you see people do the trip, cancel the trip, collect the cash, run away. <laughs> they didn't have all these things going on when they started the division. Anything, once it reaches here, it doesn't remain the same. Same thing with Christianity. It was doing fine where they started it. As he landed here, we started mixing with traditional worship. We mixed it with, uh, with spiritualists. We mixed it with everything. <laughs> so it's now built around beg me, beg me, give me, give me, help me, help me, do me, do me. That's what many Christians are doing. Instead of learning the things that God has prepared for us. Are you here, somebody? We don't follow signs and wonders. Signs and wonders do what? Follow us. Mark 16, he said, these signs shall do what? Follow them that believe. It's not, they didn't say them that believe shall follow these signs. No, they said these signs shall follow us that believe. We are the one that will cast out devils. We are the one that will pick up poisonous things and it won't harm us. We are the ones that will lay hands on the sick. They didn't say we are the sick. Oh, I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. We are not the sick. We are not the sick. Glory to God. I said glory to God. These signs shall follow what? Them that believe. It's called signs and wonders because it's just a sign of the real thing. It's not the real thing. It's a sign. It's like the sign of Mr. Biggs. The sign of Mr. Biggs is there to tell you that there is what? Mr. Biggs nearby. For you to now go and stay on the signpost. That becomes where you resume every day. Say, so give me food, give me burger, 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 burger. They say, What are you here, sir? Say, so see, can't you see sign of burger on this uh, billboard? I want this burger, 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 burger. And that's what Nigerian Christians are doing. Just sit down by the sign, pray. The sign is just telling you that there's a store where they manufacture the burger. I don't know if you're what I'm saying. But instead, of one to, to sit on the sign. That's why we don't follow science. Science follows us. Glory to God. I'm going to look at 12 points very quickly. Why we don't live by miracles. Why we live by the blessing. That's how God designed. Anything short of that is us shortchanging ourselves. Whenever we try to live by miracles, we shortchange ourselves. I'll give you the reasons quickly. Number one, why it's better to live by the blessing than by miracles. And why this is how God intended it. Number one, for you to even need a miracle, you must first have a crisis. For you to need a miracle, you must first have what? A crisis. For you to need a miracle, it means you need a rescue. And that's not what God wants. God wants you to live by the blessing where the crisis are even avoided. But many people prefer to live by miracles where they are already in a trouble first. My rent is due. The oh God, I need a miracle for you to supply it. Why can't you be blessed to even own your house? That's what. Get, that's where God is thinking about you. You are thinking of the miracle of God saving me from rent and from my wicked landlord that wants to give me quit notice. No, God wants you to be blessed enough to have the blessing. I'm going to read all this next week. You will see what the blessing says will happen to you. You will see how God describes you. You, you know what the blessing says? You say you, say you, 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 you shall lend unto nations and you shall not borrow. I'll read it next week. You can't miss next week, oh! Especially if you do, if you hate poverty, don't miss next week. You will see what you you. Know when I say I can't be poor, you know why, why I'm saying so? It's not because I have money in my pocket. It has nothing to do with that. He said, "You shall lend and not borrow." If you are here, and you have ever borrowed, or you have been tempted to borrow, you are not yet walking in the blessing. I'm not talking about um, you are doing investment for business. That's different. All right, that's different. That's not you borrowing to survive. What they're talking about there is you are borrowing for your existence. As in that you have a dream that your present income cannot carry. That's what they're talking about there. And it's possible to live under the blessing to the point that you never need to borrow. In fact, they say you will lend. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Start seeing borrowing as, as something evil. It's not God's best. See it like that. Because I'll put their professionals borrow me borrow me borrow me don't miss next week sir. let me not go into next week message so let's continue today so for you to need a miracle you are first in a crisis but for you to walk in the blessing it means you are even avoiding the crisis healing is beautiful but health is better oh somebody understand what i mean. let me face this with this people look like they understand it i say healing is beautiful but health is what better so God is thinking more of health for you. For you, you are chasing healing. So you want to first be sick. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. You want to first be sick now. That's why you need healing. The person that is in health doesn't need healing at all. And they are both available. But it's just as you grow, you should understand better. Third John 2, he said, I wish above all things that what? That you that may prosper and what? Be in health be in health God doesn't even want you sick at all and he has made provision for that said by his stripes you were healed he doesn't even want you sick and if you get what I'm saying where did I get the confidence when my wife told me because she's going to minister this evening um, for inspector mothers my wife is going to minister to you people just don't miss it if you have friends let them connect both virtually and physically what gave me the confidence when my wife was telling me we were dating? My wife was telling me we were, never, we were about to start then. My wife was telling me that well, this is why you're interested in me and all that. Doctors have told me I, won't have, I might not have children. Aska, that discussion didn't take one or two minutes. It wasn't her. Tell me what the doctor said. Who doctor said it? How serious are we talking? Aska, didn't take one minute. I say forget that. Doctor said, you won't have children. Well, you know why? I had read already too many times that none shall be barren in the land. None. None. I knew it's not possible. You won't have children. Forget it. You will have enough. Forget it. She's the one now trying to take care of herself, watching her dates now, because anything can happen so she has calendar on her phone before we do anything she's checking her date is this safe or not because anything can happen say so you won't have children for we're here better be checking your safe period because if I release it it's going it's going triplets just come out from nowhere and they all look like me no for paternity test. jumping out glory to God I say doctor say you won't have children where which doctor I guess what I'm saying somebody but he see, David would rather go and be joining prayer line every day for them to pray for him. To, same prayer every day. Just in different way. <laughs> for you, to need the miracle you must first be in crisis. You can start from... So, you see, that marriage before he started, I'd already got the victory. Before we started. That's what I'm saying. So when you walk in that blessing, you know... After the day she even got the first pregnancy test. After eight years. She came and said, Honey, are you seeing two lines or one line? I say it doesn't make a difference to me. She said, I, I think I'm pregnant. I said, why? Why do you think so? She said, because I'm seeing too li-. I said, that's it's this line that's making you know you're pregnant. She was saying, Oh, she was angry. I said, look, you have been pregnant since. Think is this line I'm looking at. This line is one catching up with reality. Pregnancy. Like hmm. hmm. You need to understand that. And it's available for every Christian. It's not a special package. Pun intended. If you don't understand, it's okay. It's not for you if you don't understand. It's not a special package. It's for everybody. None shall be barren. They say whether well, male... Hey, So whether the problem is coming from the man or it's coming from the woman, they say it's not a problem. Hey! You know, in many fertility cases, sometimes the man that has low sperm count or sometimes the woman has ovarian cyst, ovarian goes low, uh, one thing, one thing. The Bible is... See, there's nothing that is not settled in scripture. Before the problem arose, they've already settled to it. They said, no, Shabban, it. whether it's coming from the man... DJ, keep the scripture now. Quickly now, DJ. So whether it's coming from the man or coming from what? The woman. say, so it's not a problem. Whether you have low spam count or no spam count. They don't even need the count. Abraham had no count. Say, so Abraham's body was now dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He said, there shall not be what? Male nor female barren among you. Or even among your cattle. They took care of cattle. <laughs> now you come, they join prayer line, they beg. Cattle is taken care of. Cattle. God cover cattle. Then you begin. You are crying. When cattle. Cattle has no, no name, no future. No destiny. Cattle. No, moo. mu Suya. Is taken care of. Kilishi. Is she. It's taken care of in this covenant. Then you, you join prayer line every day. They are praying for you. They are spitting on every day, shouting. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing what Christianity has turned to. It's very embarrassing. This is what we gather to do every day. Beg, beg, beg. Something that like cattle. They counted cattle. He said, The birds, the, the, the birds of the air. say, so I take care of them. Say, so Are you not of much value than these birds? have you seen any bird die of hunger say the economy is tough <laughs> come on sir, here i'm praying that this series will deliver you that's my prayer that you understand how this will bastardize what prayer means in the of nigeria so number one you must first need a crisis that's why a miracle is not god's best because you need a crisis to so even need a miracle but when you walk with the blessing the things are settled for the start so you're not going to business hoping you will succeed. You have already succeeded. You're just looking for where you to find the expression. You do not understand that one. I'll do that next week. Don't worry. Number two. Ah, there's so many things about this blessing you need to understand. When I even read about Job. You don't have to read the book of Job as if it was a sad event. You need to read. I don't have time to go into that. Let me not go into it. Number two because of time. Number two. When it's a miracle, you can't reproduce it at will. You can't reproduce it at will. But when you're walking the blessing, because it's run by principles, you can reproduce it. You see, miracles are not run by principles. So there are two ways to live as Christian, either by miracles or by principles. When it's by principles, it means you can reproduce it. You can reproduce that same thing in every other area of your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you have been able to do it once, you can carry the same principles and apply it again. In fact, people can even learn from your own testimony and go and apply it at home. But when it's purely by miracle, you can't reproduce it. Are you here, somebody? If you got your first child, for instance, by purely a miracle, second one again, you need another miracle. Because you've not learned anything about how to do it. So when we got the first biological child by walking the word, I knew the second one would come. Um, interestingly, <laughs> we had agreed before that we wanted twins. People that didn't even have... The doctor say they won't have children. They are planning for twins. That will show you that we were not... We were never, I didn't pay one attention. Do you understand? I, see, don't miss what Feast. What Feast starting tomorrow. I want, there's something I'm going to share in Word Feast. Okay, I'm not even preaching in this center. But don't preach... De- 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 it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. you hear it online. It's online too. So if you miss me physically, don't miss word fist. If you understand how the word works, we didn't pay one attention to what... Do you know what happened? Even though they had told us since when she was a teenager, since when she was 13 or 14, that you have a problem with childbirth. How much? 16. Uh, I don't know where I was. I was not there now. You say it's teenager. Teenager start from 13 now. 16. I'm not there with you. You, you know too much ever about this, the negative side of the story. Focus on the positive side of the story. She said she's 16. I was not there. So 16, they've been telling her that she will have problem with giving birth from 16. And I married her about 10 years after, or more than 10 years after. So remember somebody has been hearing that for 10 years. When we got married, eh? I said, I'm too sure you will take in first year, let's do family planning. Somebody they told they won't have children. I started first year. I said, oh, I don't I don't want to have children first year because I want to even know enjoy you small. I've suffered. Let me enjoy you now. That, because once children come, you know your life will never be the same. You don't know. Single people, I'm just giving you a clue now. If you marry young enough, take time, take one or two years to cruise. Because once children come, your life will never be the same. Trust me. To have action, there's a lot of planning that has to go on. When children are around, they can wake up at any time, move at any time. So you have to tie them. If you know you want something to go on, you can't cuff them by the bed. Their own bed so that nobody comes. <laughs> If you're not mad, don't worry. All these nonsense I'm saying is not for you. Is <laughs> somebody get what I'm saying, that's how sure I was that this thing was so done that we did family plan the first year. I said, you will have these children, forget them. So, for, for it to be a miracle, you can't reproduce it, but when it's worked by principles, you can reproduce it. Not just in the same area, but even in another area, you can reproduce it. Number three, let me move. When it's a miracle, it can't work for everyone. Miracles are never for everyone. You've not noticed. Miracles are what? They are not for everyone. It's the blessing that is for everyone. Working with the blessings for every Christian. But miracles are never for every Christian. Not designed that way. How do I mean? Some people thought when Jesus was on the earth that he closed hospitals because he had healing anointing. I just go to general hospital, Israel, general hospital of Jerusalem. Jesus is here. Empty the whole hospital. I'm healing everybody today. Is that what happens, sir? There were sick people. Jesus raised only about five or six dead people. The remaining they died properly. He didn't empty mortuary. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. That's God. When God came here, he didn't empty mortuary. People were dying. Miracles are never for everybody. If you mistakenly go and die at the wrong time, you go die properly. Only Lazarus, Jairus' daughter. There are about five or six people that they raise. The remaining, they die, bury them, complete. Say they, they call Lazarus after third day. You, third day, you see that there are ten days. You are properly, you, are, you, are boy, you are dead, green one. Nobody's calling you. But call they call Lazarus. You, they wait till they will call you. Miracles never cover everybody. It's a sign. It's a sign that there is on that thing. It never covers everybody. Are you here, somebody? Never covers everybody. Jesus didn't close mortuaries. People were dying. There was one person he raised. He said the person was they were, they were going to bury the person. And he was mistakenly passing the same place at that time. That's what saved that guy. He just now raised him. Imagine if he was not passing that road at that time. You know what happened? They would have gone to bury that person. And there were many others that they were buried that day and that week that they didn't cross paths. They buried them. Miracles are never for everybody. That's why in a crusade of 10,000 people, 500 people can get healed and we'll share that testimony. Shout it means 9,500 didn't get healed. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Because that's the nature and concept of miracles. It's not supposed to be the main thing. It's just an advertisement. It's not the main thing. But many Christians, Nigerian Christians, never want to hear about the main thing. Just give us miracles. So many people are deprived and tired. They think God is wicked. God when? When? He is still available for all. Not God when. Is you when? Will you have sense about how spiritual things work? Okay. It can't work for everyone. It can't. Number four. When it's miracles, it's never under your control. It's always as the Spirit wills. If you read the Corinthians and co. Whenever they talk about the gifts of the Spirit, they say all these gifts operate as the Spirit will. It means you can't turn it on and off. People that have the gift of miracles, they too can't walk miracles every day. Are you here, somebody? In fact, if you notice sometimes, even those people that walk miracles, they can't even walk the miracles on their own lives. Many of the major healing evangelists of the olden days, they died of sickness. Some of you are not what I'm saying. Because they are not in control. That thing that happens is a move of the spirit. If the spirit do not moving, even they can't help you. They can't even help themselves. Many of the healing, and these are people that had mad miracles. Oh, Mad miracles. As in there are people, there are people at that time that emptied um, school of the blind. Or deaf school. They would go there and empty it. They had crazy healing anointing. Some of them died of sickness. They couldn't heal their own small sickness. Because when it's a gift of the spirit, it's not up to you. One of the ways you know false prophet is that he has prophecy every time. Anybody that has prophecy every time is a fake. Because he's not the one controlling it. If he opens shop, come in, come one, come all. Now open. And he's giving everybody prophecy. He's a liar. He doesn't know. The real, the real thing, you'll never ever know when it's going to happen. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. It's as a will. It's not under your control. And that's dangerous if, you're, if that's what you're banking on. Number what? Five. Miracles are not a sustainable way of life. They are not a sustainable way. God never intended that life would be sustained by miracles. Can you imagine um, John, James, and, 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 and Peter and co go and burn on their boats? They say, why? They say, because Jesus walk, Jesus and Peter walk on water. From now, we'll be walking on water. We don't need boats again. <laughs> it happened only when? Once. The rest of time, they use what? Boats. Miracles are never the sustained way of life. You use boats, sir. Because your life is lived by principles, not by miracles. You, you use boats. Many business people, God gave them one breakthrough. They think they want to be living by breakthrough. You don't live by breakthrough, you live by the principles of work, excellence, giving. Those are the principles daily you need to practice, not breakthrough. I've seen many Christians. God gave them a big breakthrough. They bought three cars. Why three cars? He said, because the one I used during the week is not the one I can use during the weekend. When you were trekking, you had only two legs. Like, you used the same two legs like, weekday and weekend. Now, one big breakthrough came. One big windfall. You made 100 million. You made 50 million. You just begin to flex anyhow. I see this a lot. I've been a pastor in something years. I can tell you. I've seen it. One big breakthrough. And in your mind, you assume it will be coming like this. Hey, you don't know that that one is just your portion for the for lifetime. It's finished. They moved on that family after this. That they expect that that fifty million they gave you, you will use it wisely. You will save some, invest some, plan, buy land, do different things. But instead, that fifty million on your mind, on that will come next month now. They just flexing. They greet you, give them one million for greeting. Everybody greet. They know you. They salute you. Dash them money. Buy three cars. You don't even know where they service these cars. Just carry them. Three Range Rover. <laughs> Have, have you seen people that they Range Rover is one driving them? Haven't you seen, have seen Rolls Royce packed on stone? That's a guy that thought breakthrough is going to come again. He has got to carry Rolls um, Royce. People that buy Rolls Royce, their income, their, their their passive income, can buy that over and over. You know passive income? Why are you not doing anything? It's just happening. That's loose change. But instead, you, your one breakthrough, you have carried Rolls Royce, carry Range Rover, because you're on the island. You want to be island big boy? Carry G-Wagon. Woo! <laughs> One month, no other breakthrough. Three months, no breakthrough. Five months, they remove the person you know in government. <laughs> Reality, your mechanic noticed that you, 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 you're, you're, you're mising. So of things, you change new parts. You attempt to sew it. <laughs> He's noticing that, brother. <laughs> then they drive G-Wagon like this. Oh. Your G-Wagon now become B-Wagon. Don't they reduce. <laughs> Because you think you will live by breakthrough. Nobody lives by breakthrough. Some breakthrough is once in a lifetime. The rest is sense you use. Once. Yeah. <laughs> many people, they are living recklessly. Thinking, I'll get another one. I'll get another one. I'll get another one. Everybody has known you as a big boy. You want to continue living like that? My brother, that money, everything God gave, that money is for your whole family. Settle your generation inside that money. That 50 million God that you, your whole generation inside. You can't spend anyhow. The land, you should buy land by now inside. But no, you're blowing it. You go and rent a 10 million naira a year house. Rent. That will finish one day. Nobody's sustained by miracles, sir. We are sustained by principles. Are you here, somebody? Sustained by what? Principles. That's why the children of Israel struggle to cross from um, the wilderness to the promised land. Because in wilderness, they live by miracles. It's not their fault, it's wilderness. The only way they can survive in wilderness is by miracles. So God was doing miracles back to back in the wilderness, giving them manna every day. Do you know what manna every day is? As in every day you wake up, ah, and there's 5K dollars by your bed every day. Picture it. All. And it must not remain. You must finish it today. And as you finish it today, tomorrow, as you wake up, you see, under 5K US. That's what they were doing in the wilderness God was giving them manna every day. And they thought, this is it. We have made it. We don't blow. When in their water in the wilderness, what did God do? When in the water, God told Moses to speak to the rock. Rock brought out water. See, flexing. They wanted to eat chicken. God blew wind. And chicken, quails, birds flew. And they came to them and they were frying chicken barbecue. They had this miracle mindset. When did I enter promised land? Told that's how it's going to be happening. Go to them, go and fight your enemy. There's business competition. I'll say, yes, go and deal with them. Come up with strategy and branding stuff to win. They say, ah, God do it. He said, you to do it. I'm doing nothing. They couldn't live in the promised land because they wanted to continue to stay in the wilderness. There's a wilderness part of your life where God will sustain you by miracles. After that, you're supposed to have sense. Get to have sense. But many Christians, they want to stay on prayer line. God do it. By fire and by force. Mm-mm. God say, by sense and by brain. Go and do it. Go and do it. He didn't do any miracle again after that time. They were shocked. They couldn't believe it. All right? <laughs> Very important. It's not a sustainable way of life. He provides your rent this year. They have given you quit notice already. And two days, two days before the, they come and pack your load... You were going out on the road. You know where you were going. You just felt like going through uh, uh, Osaka, London. As you were going through Osaka, London, you now meet your uncle that you have not seen for many years that came from London, the real London. He said, uncle, how are you? He said, ah, my boy, junior. What are you doing here? He said, I'm just taking a walk. I live around here. He said, ah, you know, I couldn't make your wedding. I'm so sorry I couldn't make your wedding, you know. I had some things I was doing, but, you know, I seem to give you my own support for your wedding two years ago. That I didn't make, and he puts his hand in his pocket and brings out five hundred pounds or one thousand pounds. I said, Just manage this for a wedding. Greet your wife, I'll see come and see your baby, okay? And that's a, that's exactly what you needed to complete that rent. And you say, God has done then the next day, your rent is due. You pass a sack by London again. Because it's a miracle walking. What he did yesterday, he will do again today. There are many Christians like that. They are now on a lot every morning and evening. Say so I will meet somebody on the <laughs> God is not a sustainable way of life. God expected that before your next year rent is due, you get a job. If this business is not working, look for another business. But you 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 go to supper London again. Because that's the only reason why somebody will go for the same prayer every day of the week. Same one. Same one. Hey, what, every day we're asking? We have something to ask God every day. You're not going to grow fond and close to God way. Every day, God do something. they do something. He said, no, that's not how I operate. You go and do something. Are you here, somebody? Mm. Number what? Number six. The miracles never give abundant supply. They never give what? Abundant supply. They give limited supply for the need. For the need at hand. They never give abundance. Abundance only comes from the blessing. The Bible said the blessing of the Lord, it maketh it what? Rich. Rich means full supply. Abundance only comes from the blessing, doesn't come from miracles. What do I mean? <laughs> A miracle is short term. It's for the need at hand. It's not abundance. You don't have extra. You don't have abundance from miracles. You don't have abundance that can sustain your life. You see, what was the big difference between wilderness and promised land? In wilderness, he was giving them manna every day. I don't know if you understand what that means. And he had a measurement of that manna. It was measured. What one person should take was measured. So, and it was the same manna every day. So picture Monday, you eat manna and stew. Tuesday, you love manna. Wednesday, manna porridge. Thursday, Eh? (laughs) I say porridge manna. Say manna porridge, porridge manna. Eh? Give manna. Manna egg for we, we see Now moi moi, eh? Chinese fried moi, moi I mean, Chinese fried manna. That's it, though. That's it. It's not a bond. They didn't expect that this would be relaxation. This no there's no variety. Manna. day too they got tired of the manna and they began to grumble. And God said, Look, I'm not going to satisfy you here. Go to the promised land. There's anything you want there. When they went to spy the promised land, they said they saw grapes. The grape two grown men had to carry it on a pole. Two, imagine how big those grapes must have been, for two men to carry it on a pole. That's sweet. That's a Imagine how juicy that grape. You need two hands to hold it. I the whole juice pour on your face and bath you. God said that's why I'm telling you go to that one. Leave this one. This manna beans, manna yam, manna. You say manna, manna, manna. They too got tired of it. Are you hear somebody glory to God it's not a sustainable way of life it doesn't give abundance so God miraculously pays your rent this year school fees is also waiting next year rent is waiting but when God blesses you you will start owning a house you get to say your rent is no longer a prayer request you have it every time number what seven miracles pushes the responsibility why the promised land requires responsibility. When it comes to miracle, you are pushing the responsibility to God. God do it. You do it, God. You are faithful. You are able. You are malleable. Do it, O oh Lord. You push everything on Him. When is the promised land? God tells you, You go and clear the land, plant the get the best seed. Plant it, weed it, water it. Do you see responsibility? Then you have a large farm one day and be making grape juice but it's your responsibility. Are you here, somebody? You are not the one just pushing it. That's why there are more people on the prayer line than on the teaching line. People don't want to be taught because teaching puts responsibility on you to go and do something. But prayer line is easy. We are all pushing our responsibility to God, the doer. Our only contribution is to shout. Mm-mm. Because they go and do it. Go and appropriate the word of God. Go and learn the things that are freely what given to you. There's a responsibility. Let me rush the remaining ones. Number what? 8 The miracle cures only one area, the blessing covers all. So if you get a miracle in your um, house rent, I'm using house rent too much today. In your house rent, it doesn't cover school fees. Doesn't cover your health. Doesn't cover peace in your marriage. Just covers one area. But when you walk in the blessing, you understand how the blessing works in every area of life. Number what? 9 When it's a miracle, it draws attention to the man of God. When it's the blessing, it draws attention to the God of the man. That's a big difference. When you start walking the blessing, you understand that God is closer to you than any man. I've seen people travel long distance to go and look for a man of God when God is in the house with you. But your faith is so much in that man than in the God the man is calling. Does it mean you should never need man, man we've got to pray with you? Of course not. Now, we, we pray with people here. I understand that. But that, that's not your sustenance. That's not your way of life. If whenever something happens, the first thing you think of is to call a man instead of to call God, something's already wrong. God don't even need data. I don't need fancy. I don't need your practice to be charged to call him. You can call him anytime. Are you here, somebody? And he's the only one that says, Call on to me and I will answer. Every other person, you have time, you must call them. If you call them at wrong time, they can't answer. But God says, Call me anytime. I will what? It's this over dependence on men of God that puts men of God also under pressure. So when they make mistakes, mistake, somebody's faith is now shaken because your faith was on the wrong thing. Keep your faith on Jesus. He's the only one that can't fail. We too, we are men. We can make mistakes. It's I'm shocked that that man can do it. Even me, I am shocked <clears throat> that I could do it. So that's not your excuse. A man of God dies of accident. You do say, ah, nobody's safe. Your faith was on the wrong thing. shouldn't be on a man. Never should be on a man. Even though we honor and respect men, we receive their ministry, but we don't put our faith upon them. See, miracle mindset makes you pay attention to the waiter instead of to the bakery. Mm. So you're more interested in the person bringing the food out instead of where they're cooking, cooking the food. If you go in there where they're cooking, you'll see variety. You can even pick what you want. You see, there's no time. Even when, whenever a waiter serves, have, have you ever been on the wedding table? You put an eight on the table. The waiter's tray can only carry six plates. Has it happened to you before? Eight people on the table, waiter, tray can carry six they will serve six. The other two, the Lord is your strength. The waiter might not come back. You'll be watching your friends eating. Your friends at the beginning, they want to wait for you. Say, let's wait. Let your food come. Let's wait. When they wait, till their food again goes, Let's be eating. They will bring it. Don't worry. You're, as they are eating you to be swallowing with them, when they, you, you will always spit along and your own train never comes. That's what happens when we are waiting for a man of God. Go to God yourself. There's abundance from where that came from. Are you here? And There's variety there number what number 10 the miracle mindset makes us passionate about things instead of being passionate about God you see when people have that miracle mindset they are more passionate about the miracle than about the God of the miracle and that's why when they don't get the miracle they are upset and angry when they do it for one month two months, three months of miracle begging and it doesn't happen they start getting angry you see when your Christianity is built on those kind of things you never grow you are a baby in the Lord if God never gives you anything you start crying, you start threatening God God, if you don't answer him by June 5th, I will fornicate, I swear. (laughs) Because you thought you you were obeying God for him. Not knowing that you were obeying him for you. It's for yourself, it's for your good. Are you here, somebody? It makes you passionate for things instead of being passionate for God. Under one, point number what? Eleven, when you are focused on miracles, you never grow spiritually. It doesn't help personal spiritual growth. It doesn't help personal. That's right. why you see a lot of people on the miracle begging line. After that prayer, nothing about their life shows Christianity. Nothing about their life shows God. But they like prayer. Everybody wants somebody to pray for them. But they don't want to grow. You see, the miracle mindset makes you just focus on what God can give you, not on what He can give God. For every time you come to God, there are conditions He needs you two to meet. I know if you understand what I'm saying. You two must grow. That's why. Let's look at Matthew 11. I'm about to round up now. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. This is where Nigerian Christians stop reading. Come unto me, all you that labor, you're suffering, you're heavy laden, and I will give you what? Rest. Never read the Bible like that. I always read down. Read what's before and after. See what's after this one. Do what? Nigerian Christians didn't reach here. He has gone. He has already closed by that time. Say, take my yoke and do what? Learn. Learn, learn. That's how you will find, you will find rest. That rest I said I will give you. It's not, I'm not dashing it. So this is what happens, this is what happens. Let's imagine this altar, eh? there's rest in different packages here. And all of you are looking for rest, you're heavy laden and you're laboring. What I'll do is that I'll just take this place full of rest. I'll take one or two of rest. eh? I'll say, look, there's rest on this stage. Let me show you now. See rest. Take one, see rest. I've thrown three miracles. I say, come and learn of me. You will find the rest. But my Nigerian Christians will remain here. Say, throw one for me, Lord. Every morning. Throw Lord. Throw Lord. That's what it is. Come here. You will find the rest. It's here. No. Throw it. The way you threw for. I just threw for one or two. That's not the modality. That's not how I'm gonna do it. No, you didn't hear. Come and learn of me. Now, when Jesus said, Take my yoke upon you, in those Bible days. They always had rabbis. The way we have churches now, they had rabbis. And every rabbi had a certain quality or flavor or style. Just like the way we have churches. Do you understand? Every church is the Bible, but we all choose to attend the certain church for different reasons. Do you understand? So they had rabbis then. So people, when you had a child, then you, you send your child to different rabbis, depending on the rabbi you like to teach your child. So when the rabbi teaches your child, when the child grows to a certain stage, anybody can do that one, but when it grows to a certain stage... The rabbi will now pick amongst those children who will be his disciple. So in Bible days, rabbis are the ones that pick disciples. It's not disciples that pick rabbi. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. When it's general coaching, you, know, you know, you get a lot of children in close, Rabbi can everybody. but when he's going to choose his disciples, if you notice, Jesus picked disciples. Am I correct? They didn't pick him. Rabbis are the ones that pick. And it's picked based on the ones that have sense, the ones that are catching it. Because whoever you pick either puts, increases your reputation or scatters it. Ah, wouldn't that be nice if I pick my church members? No more than 10 people. Just pick 10. The rest of you are not helping me. I'm joking. <laughs> but imagine how beautiful that is. Just pick 10. Sit at my disciples. These are the people that if you see me, you have seen them. If you have seen them, you have seen me. And if you understand what I'm saying, they represent me. They represent me. It's like when somebody says, I'm a John Maxwell certified, whatever, whatever. That's how it is. That, that rabbi is giving you certification as a confirmed disciple. And they call it yoke. Say, take my yoke. That's what the rabbi says. He will invite you that I take my yoke upon you. It's an honor for him to tell you to, I want to hang my yoke on you so that I will be like one. That's what Jesus meant here. He said, come and learn. Come and be my disciple. But Christians say, no, just pray for me. You do the praying. Just give me the miracle. I don't want to learn anything. So we have bulk of miracle-seeking Christians that are not growing. In their life, no no sign of Christianity. No forgiveness. They are as alcoholic as an unbeliever. They are as um, um, adulterated. That's from adultery. They are uh, adulterated as an unbeliever. As fornicated. (laughs) They are are exactly the same way. As an unbeliever. They have not taken the yoke. They just want the rest. And if you understand what I'm saying, no sign of spiritual growth. No sign of spiritual growth. Still talking the same way, still drinking the same way. I even know some of them, they will live there. I mean, you are married. You are, you, are, you are treating your wife badly, then you are praying. It's clear in scripture. 1 Peter 3, 7. That the way you treat your spouse, say your prayers will be hindered. Is there. But you are treating your wife badly, and you are praying hard, Pray harder. It's there. It's there. Look at it now. Likewise, your husbands dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, as being heirs together of the grace of life. That what? Somebody doesn't want to hear this one. He wants to go for prayer, hot prayer. Just hot love, hot love of your wife. We get you more results than hot prayer. Mm. He says, obedience is better than sacrifice. If you like, bring your tithe a million times. If you are disobedient. Nothing's gonna work. So you'll be threatening God. Say, God, I pay my tithe. When anybody start statement like that with me, I know it's not serious. You think you're paying your tithe is doing God before God was broke and you helped him with your tithe. Is that what your tithe is? It's an honor for you to bring your tithe. For him to even answer you and collect your tithe, it's an honor for you. Not that God, I pay my tithe. When you see people talking like that, these are, these are spiritual terrorists. They want to threaten God into doing something for them. It's an honor. God will never, Okay, the one you didn't bring, did he come and ask you? Why, when you didn't put it, did God come and knock and say, My brother, what happened? He will never need it. Next week, I will show you. I'll show you why you can't be poor as a Christian if you understand it. Not, tra- not by trusting God. Not by trusting God. But I brought my title. I gave last year. Old. As who? It's not, it's not from what they gave you that you are giving. <laughs> did you say, didn't you first anything on the earth or did you bring it when you came and they gave they you? You met it here now. Somebody gave you first before you brought it back. I don't know if you get what I'm saying lift your hand wherever you are the last one is that it is this miracle mindset that causes spiritual prostitution you start jumping from place to place looking for prayer because you have started looking for prayer you didn't get the first place to. So they, they call you there's another place come somebody will see vision for you and today all these native daughters they are no more in the shrine they've all now rented suit and rented hall and opened instagram page and even released music they are all out now they are tired of staying in the shrine that shrine won't know they walk again so everybody looking for spiritualists to see vision for them, Hallelujah! Spiritual prostitution. Sit down in one place. Say, learn of me. Everything you are looking for is in the word. Everything is covered. If you will sit down, if you what, sit down like a true disciple of Jesus. Don't miss what feast starting tomorrow. Don't miss it. That's how you build yourself as a Christian. Glory to God. Lift your hand wherever you are and talk to the Lord this morning. Zebra kasuta. Come on, pray pray that you will be a true disciple of Jesus. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 80 777 144 or 80 777 144 or you can visit our website on www.davischristnesscenter.org David's Christian Center home of victorious people